Hi, I'm Steve. And I'm Sandy. And we're two Tenderfoot tourists. Every day is a new day. Welcome to episode 114, Why Cruising is Scary. Today on Two Tenderfoot Tourists, we're going to talk about 10 things that you should be afraid of when you go on to a cruise ship. How does that sound, Sandy? Uh, I think it works. I mean, I know that you had to talk me into going. That's true. Actually, did you really talk me into it? I think you just did it. I did it. (laughs) (laughs) Because I always had a reason. It's like one day, hey, I got us a cruise, and the next day, we're on a cruise. Yeah, it was scary for me, but it was a great deal. But we want to talk about very real fears today. That's right. Um, It it may seem silly, some of them, but Mm -hmm. we want to make sure it's all addressed. There you go. Thank you, everyone, for coming to another episode of Two Tenderfoot Tourists. Sorry it's been so long since we'd actually posted a a new podcast. We thank you for coming back and listening to another one. yeah, like uh, like we were talking in the intro, it, fear is a great motivi- motivator, isn't it? It's a motivator. I mean, what it does is it motivates you to do things that may may or may not. I mean, it's like the fight or flight. Okay, I don't know how this connects. Sorry. Just follow me. Okay. I okay. I didn't know how to respond. That's okay. all I was no. telling you. It would have been a yet. That was a closed question, so a yes or no would have been I don't appropriate. Know how to answer that because I don't know that it connects. So, well, okay, all right. So, does fear make you do things that you probably wouldn't or typically do, or other people would do? Because sometimes yes. fears are irrational. Fears can be irrational. Yes. Yes. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to be covering some things that some people are, are, if they look at it closely, statistically speaking, can be a little irrational. But some of them, okay, I think they're kind of justified. Right. You can, I mean, seriously, I didn't, when I first started looking at this list with you, I was like, really? These are kind of a little bit lame. But then I started reading up on a few of them. I'm going, okay, these people, they have actual genuine concerns here. And it came back to me anyway, even if it seems small to me, if they're that afraid of it, then it's very big to them. So. Right, right. It, it's, um, uh, have you ever heard of Navier, Navi, Navi phobia, Navi phobia? You ever heard of that? No. Navi. And who knows if you even said it right? <laughs> I don't know. N-A-V-I phobia? Mm. Navi? Is that what I mean? Isn't that also how we spell Navy? No, that's not Navy. Navy's Navigation. Navy. 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 It's Latin for ship, know. vessel, or boat. And it, it basically it talks about like the fear of the sea or the ocean, that is, being on a boat or a cruise I'm gonna ship. I'm going to guess Navy. Uh, you're probably right. It's probably Navy. Yeah. But um, just fearing that you're going to get seasick or it's going to capsize or oh, things like that. I was afraid of being seasick. That was one of my things. See, I've forgotten at this point. Since we went in May, I've forgotten a lot mm-hmm. of what my fears were because yeah. I – overcame them by going right um yeah there's a lot (laughs) well you know what you're not the only one that had those fears because i okay in my mindset i was thinking i'm bringing my wife along on this trip that i'm thinking it's going to be beautiful and then what ends up happening it's pretty typical it's a charlie brown type of like that's just my luck sort of thing you're gonna sink just another bald guy yeah (laughs) that's me but i mean it, it, it it was just like wow that just see what see what you did, Steve. You made a terrible error, and then you put your wife in jeopardy. You know. I figured you'd be more afraid that I'd be puking the entire time. That was my second fear, and you know what? And thereby, thereby, like ruining everybody's time because of the fact that you were not there oh, enjoying it everybody's would have been terrible. time. Terrible. It would have been terrible, especially since we were with a group. Anyway, yes, anywho, it, anyhow, anyway, anyway, um, Sinking. pretty much. I think that's uh, well. I think that first of all, the, the whole seasickness thing is a very common one. Yeah. Um, some of these that we're going to talk about are not actually the common ones. They are things that now we are going to plant in your mind. So you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I apologize right off the bat. We both do. Um, if, yeah. If for some reason you hadn't thought about this. Now you're paranoid. Let's just start with number one, which actually I'm sure there are a lot of people out there, out there that this is a big fear if they've oh. never been out on the ocean. 
and that is thinking. And you know, that seems to be the number one thing anytime I tell people I'm going on a cruise or I'm planning a cruise. They always go, well, nope, if I got on it, it would sink. Yeah, that's, that is their go-to <laughs> thing. Oh, no, no, I'll fall overboard. That's the second one, but we'll get to that one later. Yes. Um, so sinking. Yeah. Uh, as far as sinking goes, uh, the last known case of a ship sinking was in 2014, and that was the Costa Cordia, and it ran aground, and then it started to sink. Um, the Let me see. I looked up a statistic uh, reported by the New York Times. It says only 16 cruise ships that have sunk in between 1980 and 2012. Uh, that's, that's statistic. Only 16 have actually sunk. Right. It's really interesting because I was, I was looking at some of these different ones. And I mean, from 79 to 2013, there were dozens is the way they reported it. Mm -hmm. Dozens. Dozens. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, 16, um, between, between 80 and 2012. Right. And then it jumps and there's like nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, you know what I think it is, and, and it's something I think that everybody needs to take in consideration, is if you look all the way back in 1912, whenever the Titanic sunk, we've learned how to put things in like a a safe way. You know, I mean, we've built ships smarter, right? Mm-hmm. We've put a lot more safety uh conditions, I mean – the regulations, equipment, everything oh, absolutely. is upgraded. Um, and I think that also on top of that, I think that uh, the safety is the absolute paramount. Paramount? Paramount. I, I come from Canada. Paramount. Oh, they are so insulted now. <laughs> <laughs> I totally get what you're saying, though. I mean, right down to the fact that we do the um, mustard drill. Oh, yeah, which nobody takes seriously. And I'm going like, where's my life jacket? I want to yeah. learn this. Oh, yeah. Remember our mustard drill? Yeah. First of all, wanted to totally punch out a guy. I'm not like that. I'm super passive and, and friendly. I was going to hold him for but you. this guy, we had not even done the mustard drill yet. Mm-hmm. And he was drunk big time. Yeah, we haven't only been on the ship for what, like maybe an hour? Maybe. And we were so close that we were, I mean, like shoulder to shoulder with everybody, crammed out on this deck, and it was really hot. <laughs> Yeah. It's like 90s. Yeah. And I was nervous because I'm short and everybody around me was tall except for this little drunk man <laughs> who was, of course, right next to me, literally up against me. <laughs> and he was having a great time, I will say. He was really loud. I yeah. couldn't hear anything that was said. I couldn't have told you what we were supposed to do. Right. And that's the thing. They don't take it seriously. No, they don't. But but the crew does. They take it very seriously. They they do. Um and and I think that's the reason why that whenever it comes to the ships sinking and stuff like that, the the safeties is the safety that that has been introduced emphasized. to emphasize. Yeah, it's, uh, it is it's it's uh, so important that uh that people are actually gaining have a good experience. That's that's paramount too. I mean, goes hand in hand with the safety. Believe it or not, as weird as that may sound. Okay, this is totally out in left field, possibly, but mm-hmm. if, if not, then you could use it. What was it they used to say on the intro to Six Million Dollar Man? Oh, uh, we can make him. We can build it. We can build, build him. him better, faster, stronger. I think that that's what they've done here mm-hmm. with these ships. I think they've built them better, faster, stronger. Mm-hmm. I've got a cat trying to get in my lap. You're going to have cat lap here pretty soon. But, um, I, they, they've really done a lot to secure our safety as far as the sinking right. goes. I'm not afraid of that anymore. No, I'm not. I'm not afraid of. Now, if you let your mind wander, you certainly can w- get the word. But it's so quick. It's so quickly squashed, if you will. You know, because I mean, you're looking at it. It's a stable vehicle. Uh, it's a stable vehicle. It's a stable vessel. Most of us once were out on the ship and looking around. We're going. Oh, so we're beautiful. fine. We're fine. Yeah, we're good. This, this is not an issue. I'll tell you where I get the most concern is when they're docking. I get nervous. <laughs> it's like, oh, this and is And they're gonna... really good. They're really yeah. good at it. And they don't have to. I mean, it's crazy. They've got all these different motors mm-hmm. on different sides. They can go and, sideways. Yeah, and... They literally can push totally sideways into a <laughs> it's hole. It's crazy. It's the craziest thing we've ever seen. So what would be the second fear? Getting sick or injured. Oh, 
Yeah. Okay, sick, we just talked about a little bit with me being worried I was going to get seasick. But then there's also getting sick from foreign bodies. Like um, if you're in another country and you decide to drink their water or you have ice in your drink Mm -hmm. and that is from their water, sometimes you could get sick. Um, our cruise ship, they just said drink bottled water the whole time. Yeah. And that's pretty much what we did. Really. Yeah. We, we did that. Everything we, any water we took in, we made sure it was bottled. That's right. Um, but you still might get sick. Right. You might have brought it with you. That's true. Or somebody else that was kind enough to bring, bring it on, you know, shared with the whole ship. Yeah. So you remember when we had um, uh, Justin and Wendy on on the podcast, uh, the Queen City Cruisers, and they were talking about one of the things that they really emphasize about is washing your hands and also making sure you put sanitizer on your hand. I don't think I've ever seen so much sanitizer in my life as I saw on that ship. I mean, it's everywhere. And they didn't just have machines sitting out, although they did have yeah. them all over the place. Yep. But at every restaurant at the door was somebody standing there ready to squirt your hand, yep. ready to squirt your hand. Yep. Give me your hands. Give me your hands like that. Or well, sometimes they put on a show. I started to say they were silly and fun. <laughs> yeah. They were friendly. They didn't mm-hmm. make you feel like, hey, get over here and get your hand sanitized. They didn't do that. I'm allergic to sanitizer. See, I actually struggle with it because oh, it dries you? out my hands really bad. Oh, that's bad. true. That's the reason why I don't use it as much. I just wash my hands. Yes, Exactly. But um, they are very, very, very on top of that. Yeah. Um, but still things happen. Yeah. And if they do, they'll take good care of you. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, yes, you would ruin your whole trip. But, you know, that could happen on any trip. Yeah. And, and that's something that I think that needs to be addressed before we go any further down this list um, is that trying to take in consideration that, yeah, okay, there is some validity that these things can happen, but you could also get sick while staying at home. Exactly. Going to the theme park, you can go, you can get sick anywhere. Um, and you take your preventive measures like the bottled water or like, um, for instance, we took, I can't remember what it was called. We took some kind of medication. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's totally left me too. It's like so dime something. We we took a seasick pill, and I I will not say whether or not I'll ever do that again, because um, it made me feel ill the day before. I was so miserable. Okay, I I blame that particular one. I've, if we remember what it is, we'll be sure to say something before the end of the podcast. But I can't even remember the name. Wendy's of it. the one that told us, so I don't blame it. I think it's just those do that to people. Oh, when I got off of that cruise ship <laughs> we you know were how so I doped am. up we had to go what did we drive three hours then we had to go to a hotel and that sleep. was it i was done i, I drove and we us slept to, all night yeah i drove us to like uh it wasn't even it, was it texas city <laughs> <laughs> no it dallas. was another, yeah i think it was like dallas we, yeah we i got you all the way up into dallas and i was like that's it i can't do it yeah anymore. we had to stop we both were I, and we i couldn't slept. help him i was out of it. Seven o'clock that night till like seven something the next morning or it was something ridiculous. like that. I mean, we slept for <laughs> And Sean and did, Sean and Jen did the same thing. Yeah. Um, well, but the other thing you told me is a natural suggestion yeah. is eating green apples. Yeah. If you for seasickness. Right. Now, do you eat them beforehand and Th- during? Throughout the cruise. So do you start eating the day before, just like you do with the medication? I don't know. They didn't That'd say so. It'd be worth so. checking on. I'm wanting to try that next time because I love green apples anyway. Me too. Um, but if the other thing we talked about as far as in the same category is getting injured. Yeah. Cruise it happens, helps. guys. <laughs> yeah. Travel insurance is probably really, really important at this point. Um, a great example of something happening to someone is Sean. We talk about him all the time. But when he was on his cruise, he's a good year, rule of thumb what of was what not to do. <laughs> like around 10 years ago, I think he said, he um, did not listen and did not wear water socks out in the water like he had been told to. Stepped on coral. Yep. Did Sliced I say that right? his foot open bad. Yeah, it did. He was on crutches the rest of the cruise, and he was there for eleven, ten more days or something. And this like that. dude is a giant, mm-hmm. so putting somebody that big on crutches, and of course the crutches weren't exactly. I mean, it's not like they have a billion sets of crutches in stock, so they mm-hmm. were small for him mm-hmm. and stuff. I think that's hilarious. But anyway, <laughs> he um. It, it was kind of scary at first. They weren't sure how bad it was, and they were worried about what if we have to fly out, and, you mm-hmm. know, and leave. And they got him back and got him taken care of. But the ship doctors are equipped. Mm-hmm. 
they'll take care of you. Oh, they can't do open heart surgery. No, but they can. But they'll do their best to take care of you. And mm-hmm. um, if in really serious circumstances, you can be flown home if you have your passport. Yeah. See, and that that is something that uh, I think you and I like to emphasize the importance of actually having the the passport. And any one of those things, your passport is your best friend. It is. Um, I, it's just smart to have it. I, I mean, I can't tell you how much. I mean, if you if you miss your boat, oh, so sorry. If you miss your ship, yes, don't that do is that. a bad taboo. Yeah. But if you miss your ship or something, you want to have it. So just yeah. get a passport. Yeah, just get a passport. Get a passport. <laughs> um, and on top of that, uh, you, your travel insurance combined with that, it just gives you a sense of, of security. It does. It makes me, it's like, okay, I'm covered. I, I, I crossed all the T's and dotted all my I's. Um, and it makes you feel like you can face if one of these things happen, such as like what you just mentioned, uh, uh, number three, left behind at a port in a foreign country. Yep. And, uh, that, that right there, it's when actually we, more common than people think. I know. Have, go on to YouTube. Go on to YouTube and say missing. <laughs> there for a second, the I thought ship. you were saying the YouTubes. The YouTubes. <laughs> go on to the YouTubes. I'm 50 years old, but uh, missing the ship. Yeah, missing the ship, and you'll see all these people running, and the 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 ship is just like leaving. And oh my goodness! People are on the outside jeering and yelling and screaming and laughing and waving goodbye at these Bye. people. Bye. <laughs> like that, and you're like, gosh. Okay, I wasn't one of those people that were running for my ship, so I can laugh about this. Yeah. But if it was me, I would have been freaked out. Terrifying. Um, the thing is, if you book through the cruise line, the cruise line, if you book your um, excursions through the cruise line, mm-hmm. then you're guaranteed that they're not going to leave you. Right. If you book a outside excursion. Mm-hmm. That is not through the cruise line. Mm-hmm. It can happen, guys. Right. And they don't guarantee it won't. Now, there are some that say, we guarantee you will not miss your ship. Right. But I read read the small print <laughs> because what it says is, and if you do, mm-hmm. we'll get you back to your ship. Right. Yeah. We saw that one here just not too long ago. And I'm like, okay, that's a pretty cool deal. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it, uh, know ahead, uh, what you're getting yourself into the excursion and, uh, make sure you do have your trip insurance, you know, your passport your travel insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Travel. What did I say? Trip insurance. You said cruise insurance and trip insurance. <laughs> well, it, it, I guess that are all travel insurance, travel insurance. Yes. Okay. And, uh, I don't know. And I, your passport. I can understand the fear because that was one of my fears. Mm-hmm. You it, told me that that was something you were really concerned about. I told you what? I was never worried. You were never worried. Because I, I knew like, you had checked into everything. What would happen if the, if, if the bus that we had to get back breaks down now and it's going to be like six hours before they can, you know, that sort of thing. I don't know. That is terrifying now. Thank you for that. You're welcome. I'm glad you didn't tell me about it while we were on our trip. You're so welcome. You realize they have probably another bus that just come by and pick us up and take probably. us. Okay, probably. Okay. See, see, there's always, there's always something you can reason out. Unless they hated us because we're Americans. We're just, just terrible people. Just you. <laughs> <laughs> they have something against people with red bear, red beards, bald head. It's and the freckles. Irish. It's the Irish in me. <laughs> Uh, let me see. Number four. Yeah. Number four. Uh, you know what? I've never even thought about this part. I've actually heard people say this dying on a cruise ship. Yeah. Worried they were going to die on a cruise. It's actually more common than you would think, but for a reason, most people probably wouldn't think about. Yeah. There are a lot of elderly that yeah. take cruises. Yeah. There's a lot of people who are in years. And then on top of that, some of those statistics actually, and I think it's, I don't know what the percentage of that statistic is, but it's because they've gotten drunk and they gotten stupid. Yep. Uh, and, uh, um, bad combination. Yeah. Bad combination, but dying on a cruise ship, it's not usually something someone would think about actually, but I've actually heard a person saying that it was like, what if I die on the, <laughs> on the cruise ship? And then I was like, what are they going to do? They'll they, get you home. Guys. They'll get you home. Yeah. You will be taken home. Yeah. They have ways. Yeah. They've got plans. They have a morgue. They do, believe it or not. That's yes. weird, right? So, yeah, it's disturbing. But um, <laughs> but it's comforting, too. I mean, if that's a real fear that you have, just know that they will get you home. 
Yeah. But, I mean, can I ask you something? Next to, like, a, uh, depending on the circumstances, dying, if it's something that's totally unavoidable, which it is something unavoidable. Un- unavoid- unvo- unavoidable. Death is unavoidable, yes. yes. It's, uh, it's guaranteed. Can you imagine seeing yourself lazying yourself really kind of comfortable, you know, had a great time, relax, and all of a sudden, boom, you're gone. Dead. Dead. Overlooking the ocean. That's how I want to go. There you go. <laughs> I, I don't know. I can understand. I hope that I drop dead walking on a beach. Yeah, there you go. I mean, it's like, whoa, she just went down. She does, she's she got, gone. Well, you had a soft landing. You had the sand come, you know, breaking she your gone. fall. She gone. But I, I mean, bet I'd land on a sand dollar. Oh, <laughs> a whole one. It'd be right one there that by you me. You can't find. Yeah, like a big a, one. A big. You know, I found that one size of a quarter uh-huh. that one year. Yeah. And since then, I am they'll find, but little small pieces. Yeah. But you, I, yep, I would land right by a whole Th- beautiful. That's what's going to do you in, or a big old conch shell. Yeah. Con- <laughs> <laughs> it's like the one conch shell. The one conch shell, and I die on it. <laughs> but I, I think what really comes down to it, when a person says, I, I, I fear of dying on a cruise ship, I think it's just the fact that they're af- afraid of dying in, in general. Wouldn't you say that's probably a I little more accurate? I do think so, but I think they have a very specific way of dying that they're thinking about. There were Oh, oh, okay. Which moves us on to number five. Oh, and what would number five be? Falling overboard. Ooh. I think that's what most people are worried about when they think about dying on a cruise ship. Yeah. Well, you if you fall overboard, you wouldn't be dying on the cruise ship. You'd be dying outside of the cruise ship. <laughs> that could be very true. <laughs> Actually, people survive it. It's kind of interesting because yeah. they talk about the fact that they go if they see it happen, they just turn around and go back and get you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they literally turn the ship around and go back and get you. Yeah. I thought, oh, they'll be dropping boats, you know. Nope. It, they just, they, the article I read said they turn the ship around and go back and get you. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it's pretty incredible. You read something to me about the the the, conden- the contingencies or the things they put in place to keep people from falling over on accident because it it has happened in the past where people have actually fallen over on ha- uh, on accident, but they've actually put like higher railing. And is yeah, that what you said? I, I, yeah, they talked about the fact that they have the railings. You know, years ago they didn't. Mm-hmm. They just had a, they had a railing with no wall, mm-hmm. so people could fall under it. Yeah, they, they could. You know, just like walking on a slick floor at home, they could be walking along thinking it's fine and whoop, you know, there and you slide go. right off. But now, of course, they have the walls and they have railings, and um, they have the. We saw some plexi barriers. Yeah, yeah. So I remember sure on, the, safe uh, and on our cruise ship, mm-hmm. right at the front and everything like that, we it went right up to your chin, basically. And they also, during certain weather, rope off certain areas of the ship also. Yeah. And one of the things that they, they were concerned about with, because the wind gets so high on a cruise ship when it's going like 22 knots, 23 knots, um, it the wind has a tendency to like push you around while you're outside. Uh, we were inside. You can hear whistling through the doors and stuff like that. Remember that? Yep. It was yeah. weird. So I, I want to, I find these statistics really interesting because it really shows the changes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how much it's lessened mm-hmm. that people have fallen over. Okay. Shoot. Nearly 300 people have gone overboard on cruises and ferries since 2000. Okay. That's freaky, right? It totally freaks you out. Right. But then, between 2009 and 2016, there were eight fatalities tied to overboard incidents. Mm-hmm. 17 people fell from cruise ships in 2017. Mm-hmm. See how much smaller... Yeah. It, it, it's really a lot smaller than people think per year. Yeah. The odds of dying on a cruise ship... Are Ooh. roughly one in six point two five million. Wow, it's that high. Much, it says it's. I mean that mu- low. I mean, it's much more dangerous to drive in a car, where the odds of dying in a crash are about one in six hundred forty five. <laughs> wow. So those are some good odds. Yes, since two thousand. Mm-hmm. And that's twenty years since two thousand. Mm-hmm. Three hundred people have gone overboard on cruise ships. Mm-hmm. But just from two thousand nine. To 2000, I think the last date we had. 2016? 17. 17? Okay. Just since, well, that's the first date, but yeah, I'm, I'm giving the whole span. Oh, okay. It's, it's dropped ex- exponentially. I, thank you. Exponentially. Um, obviously 
at the early 2000s, it was a lot worse. Yeah. And it's a lot less now. When you consider that millions and millions and millions and millions of people go on cruises every year. And it's that. Yeah. And then you say 17. That's not very many. No, it's sad and it's tragic. It is heartbreaking. It's sad that anybody, it happens to anybody, but... Um, it looks as if they put a lot of safety precautions. Yes, they put a, a lot of those in place. And I mean, we like we said, we've been on one cruise. We're not you experts. Know, experts at this, but it is very hard to fall off a cruise ship unless you're drunk or unless you have help. <laughs> well, and, and then second of all, unless you're a person who is purposely trying to harm yourself, harm yourself, yeah. which, is, which is common also, which is also common. In fact, uh, just here recently, the Royal Caribbean had a, um, a guy jump off of, I can't remember what the ship was, but it was one of their cruise lines, got to the end of their cruise and he just jumped off while at port. And uh, they they spent several hours trying to recover his body, but of course it was way too late. It, it, he was dead. Right. Um, and it's tragic. He committed suicide. And uh, supposedly, I, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure that they. I don't know. I just think that's tragic. That's just sad. Um. Anyway, let's move on to a happier subject. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> Bad weather. Okay, that sounds even better. <laughs> that's another big fear. What if my whole sh- trip is rained out? It can happen. Uh, yeah. But it won't cancel. Yeah, one of the things. Most likely, anyway. No, most likely. And that, in fact, uh, I go back to the Queen City Cruisers, uh, Justin and Wendy, when they have, when we had them on here, one of the things they said, he's like, you know what, you can go, th- they usually go through, um, hurricane season is because the, the fares are a lot cheaper. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, he, he said that we don't, worry about it at all because one of two things will happen either the the captain will go around steer around the storm right it's actually pretty easy for them to go around storms mm-hmm. or and if not that they'll find you a different port to go to or they may just skip it if it means your safety then that's what they do now the sad part is if you have to miss a port the good thing is is if you had any excursions on there you can get yourself a refund for not being able to because i mean it was something out of your control you have no yeah, choice. the excursion, yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. But if you hear there's a hurricane coming in and you decide, I'm just going to cancel my cruise, you will lose every dime. Yes, you will. Yeah. Um, if you have travel insurance, it mm-hmm. protects against some stuff, but you you can't just decide to cancel because you think the weather's going to be bad. Right. Yeah. You have a window in order to cancel it. Right. Um, and usually they know a week or so in advance before... Uh, the hurricane will come. So they already make contingency plans on how to av- avoid that or they'll cancel that. The, I've actually heard of happening before they've actually canceled a cruise. Very, but very rarely. It is very rare. Um, and you know what's kind of cool about that? Now, let's just put our minds in this, okay? Remember how we were reading? It's like sometimes it was a cruise critic. We were reading one of his blog posts. And one of the things he said that a hurricane, what it'll do is like if you're expecting to go on a Southern Caribbean cruise and you might end up finding yourself on a Western. Yeah. That, because of it. That, that was something we were talking about is the fact that we might be all excited because we've already been to Cozumel, which is on the Western Caribbean. Mm-hmm. And then we were going to this Southern or Eastern. Eastern. Yeah. And, um, then it might shift us and they may take us on the southern, I'm the, western the western again. It's mm-hmm. like, I would kind of be bummed, but I'd be really glad we at least still got a cruise. I know. And that was one of your concerns was if you, if we only had one port, which was Cozumel. What if I lost my one time at the beach? So yeah, the one time at a, at a, at a beautiful beach, by the way. Playa, it, Playa it was. Mia was awesome. It was a beautiful beach. I loved it. Um, okay. So, uh, bad weather and. Number seven, which is, well, oh, no, you're not ready? Yet. Okay. No, um, you know, something that I really never did find enough information on also is, with bad weather is I know that people worry about the ship just rocking like crazy. Oh, I've seen videos and, of that. And scary things going on. It can happen, guys. It's not as likely because, like we said, a good captain usually can go around it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does happen. Yeah. You know what? I think um, whenever it comes to like um, – 
storms and stuff like okay you can go on onto the, the youtubes <laughs> on the youtubes on the youtubes and you on can the interwebs on the interwebs <laughs> and you can look up um ships uh cruise ships on uh in bad weather and stuff like that yeah Before, it's disturbing don't do that if you're trying to get brave i i i i i looked up a lot of videos of cruise ships on bad weather before we went you know i couldn't have sat and looked at those and went i know and that's why i've been like yeah get a refund buddy (laughs) (laughs) it's almost it's almost not exactly but it's almost the level of like a sadistic sort of thing like uh jennifer and her 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 pretend- oh, she loves watching surgery. She likes. I was like, no, thank you. Yeah, she likes Doctor Pimple Popper too. No. <laughs> I don't think I could watch it. Just oh, okay, it makes me gag thinking about it. But I, I, <laughs> I, I it's like I'm going on the cruise. I want to see how bad it can actually get. And some of them, you're going like, Ooh, oh my goodness, it's like. <laughs> Some of them are kind of funny and terrifying all at the same time because you have people are trying to remain stable and you have crew members. We should watch some when we're done with this podcast. Oh, we should. Oh, my gosh. And you have these crew members that are trying to put chairs and tables back and don't bother, you know. And people are sliding on one side and all the way down on the other and pianos. And I would say – I start to say I'd say the um, actual – what do you call them? The guests? The – the guests, there's uh, a different word for it on the passenger. Thank you. The passengers, <laughs> I'm sure, were probably told they had to stay in the rooms. Oh, I'm, I'm, I, I would think that would be the safest thing to do because nothing is tied down. And all I could think is you could try to lay on your yeah. bed, but it yeah. might throw you out. Yeah. Oh, I would die. I would be so terrified. Can you imagine how sick you would be when it was I all said and done? I would puke all over the place. Yeah. And yeah. then that's a whole new problem. Yeah, it is a. <laughs> Okay, so moving right along from something that really we did not give you any comfort from. Well, I'm going to say right now we're running at 31 minutes and we still have. We're almost done. Let's do this. We're going to go an hour. You'll edit some of this out. Uh, It's not going to be even close to a 30 minute podcast when it's all said. Quit talking and let's do this. Okay. Number seven. A hot topic. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. I see what you did there. Fire on a cruise ship. Yes. I had not even thought of that. So thank you very much, Steve. Well, okay. I, 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 I read a statistic here just not too long ago. Oasis of the Seas, which is an Oasis class ship, which is one of the largest ships in the world. One that we wanted to ride. Has enough wiring Prevalent. in it that could wrap around, I believe what they said, around the world once or something crazy like that. I mean, it's just there's so much wiring in it. You know, it makes sense if there's wiring, if there's um, engines, mm-hmm. if there is cooking. Mm-hmm. There's obviously opportunity for fire. Oh, I just yeah. hadn't thought about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know what? And, and it's it's not uncommon for a ship. There's actual precedents for that that happening. There's cruise ships have actually caught on fire. Um uh it's it's uh it is it is a possible it's a possibility. I, I don't know. Wasn't there to- a movie about that? Uh, that happening? I don't remember a movie. Do you? <laughs> no, I, while, while you're talking about it, I'm going to go look. Oh, okay. Um, according to the New York Times, in an article in 2013, there has been about 79 fires on board cruise ships between 1990 and 2011. Um, there is this uh, website called uh, Cruise. Oh, what is his name? Cruise Junkie. And what he his 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 entire website is just statistic after statistic after t- statistic, and according to him, um, up until about 2006, there were usually about three to four fires a year on cruise ships. Now, take that in consideration that there are thousands upon thousands of cruise ships that are circulating through our our world. I mean, there's. So many cruise ships. Um, <laughs> that was interesting. From 2006 onward, the number of fires doubled to about seven to eight a year. But um, I actually went ahead and, and I, I looked up online. Like uh, there was a cruise. It was a Carnival Cruise. A cruise line had a uh, a fire. Their engine caught on fire. Usually that's what it is. It's not because someone brought a hot plate on on board because they're illegal and they're not allowed on board. Uh, it's usually not a kitchen fire. It's usually an engine. Right. 
the engine like catches on fire and apparently i don't know um it's been known to happen but uh nobody has been i haven't read anything where anybody has like died now if anybody out there has that statistic feel free to write us and let us know i hate to say definitively no one died from because it seems a little strange that no one has ever died from a cruise ship catching on fire that seems a little strange to me but i didn't find anything that's crazy yeah um so anyway yeah it's a possibility but you could be at your hotel, and it could happen just as you easy. Know, that's what I was going to say. It could happen in your own home. It could happen in your hotel. It could happen mm-hmm. anywhere. In a high rise, like you were talking about earlier. Absolutely. And you think about that because people say, well, but if I'm on a ship, then I'm out in the middle of the ocean, and where would I go? <laughs> well, I mean, well, you have the um, tenders. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, that's what they're for. Right. Is to get you off the ship. So that's hopeful. But in a high rise, like if you're in a high rise hotel, mm-hmm. hope you can get down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, I've been in a hotel where these, uh, the alarm has gone off. The it's fire intimidating, alarm. isn't it? And it, um, it was in like, you know, one or two in the morning. Goodness. It was like one or two in the morning. And it's like, it woke me up out of a dead sleep and freaked me out. I didn't know what to do. Um, so I, I, Anyway, so make a long story short, I get the fear. Yeah, and it can happen anywhere. Um, just like our next few things we're going to lump together and talk about. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, these are Number really, eight. I, I laughed at these when I saw these, but I mean, they're real. Um, to lose power for a water pipe to bust and flooding um, and flood the cabin mm-hmm. or for your toilet to overflow. Right. That is a disturbing thought. Right. <laughs> and of course, the first thing I go to is the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> Yeah. You, you know what? I mean, um, th- that is something that is not uncommon either. It's been known to happen. Um, is the, the, the ship comes dead in the water. The one that a lot of people think about is the Carnival Cruise in 2013. The Poop Cruise. The Poop Cruise. And uh, they, they they got that name because it, it uh, well, what ended up happening is the engines caught on fire. They they just basically Fire on the boat. Ship. They broke. Fire on the ship. And um, they were like, uh, I think they said they were 90 miles out of the coast uh, in, this, in the uh, Gulf Coast. Um, and anyway, they had to wait for tugboats to come and l- pull them back to, to port and back in Mobile, Alabama. And in that time, they were on the Lido deck because there was no air conditioning because they had no power whatsoever. They were just adrift. And, um, they, uh, they had water shipped into them. The food, they had no food really. They were supposedly someone told me that they were eating onion sandwiches. Oh my. Yeah. So, uh, and then they were handed bags to go right, to the bathroom. I mean, on. without the power, of course, things were spoiling. And you said they were handing them what? Bags to go to the bathroom in. I don't know how you do that. H- hence if the poop cruise. Oh. Well, and also the toilet started to back up. And so they had like a, like a, a about a foot of sewage in the, in the halls and the rooms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was horrible. And, uh, I bet none of those people ever cruise again. Yeah. Well, supposedly there was some, there was some lawsuits that went flying around that, uh, that the, the cruise line did not do enough to actually compensate them for that misery. Oh, they should have all been refunded. I know that would have been painful financially, but they should have all been refunded. That well, was ridiculous. You know, going back, it's kind of funny you say that. Maybe we should mention this. The the coronavirus that's over on the Anthem of the Seas sitting over in Port in, in New Jersey right true, now. True, true. What are they doing to these people over right now? They have to be in there for two weeks, right? But in the time that they're giving them, they're, they're, they're still giving them food. They're giving them free access to uh, Wi-Fi so they can communicate with people out the, on the outside. They're giving them extra, extra channels of tv to watch well i mean granted i mean then they're in a, like a a cabin that's no more than 200 like square feet to their cabins. um 200 I, square feet I, I mean you're in you're basically in prison i keep going back to the sewage thing mm-hmm. because the average cruise ship produces between 140,000 and 210,000 gallons of sewage per yeah, week yeah yeah 
it's just disturbing. And they're dealing with that again. Granted, they've got, Ooh. granted, they've got power, mm-hmm. but, ah. Uh, yeah. So luckily they're in port right now. Um, and, but they're being, they're, they are being treated well. They're not being, right, they're being ignored. well cared for. They're being well cared Lesson for. Lesson learned from the poop cruise. From the, I, think, I, think I think so. I think they learned a lot. Watching um, that go down. Probably. They're even, they're even, uh, I think they're even talking about giving him a refund, but I'm not positive about that. Tell oh, me wow. if anybody knows. I would love to happened. know that too. Um, okay. So number 10. Getting robbed. Okay. So, uh, you're on vacation. Um, that's the last thing you're probably thinking about that's going to happen to you on a cruise ship, but actually it is something that could happen on a I cruise mean, ship. You're initially on, in a big, traveling city yeah yeah oh so yeah you're with all kinds of people mm-hmm. most of whom you've never met before Mm-mm. so it's like you visited a city a foreign city yep you are vulnerable you are totally vulnerable i i think that um uh it, it is it is something that people don't normally talk about or they i mean even sexual assault mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. common on a cruise ship boy i'm telling you what we're really not making cruise cruising sound all that wonderful is it it's it's the same as when you live at home though you be you have to be careful and you have to be smart thank you yes um don't walk around by yourself at night mhm don't um, put yourself in areas or Positions or circumstances that could possibly get you robbed or uh, sexually assaulted or anything like that. Right. If you see that it looks like a bad area to be in, don't go there. Mm-hmm. Um, don't go where you've been warned not to go while in port. Right. Um, I still remember when I was little, mm-hmm. we went down to Mexico. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited to go somewhere different, you know, and everything. Sure. And I remember that we crossed over the border. And we got out of our Jeep, and we paid this gentleman $5 to watch our Jeep. I remember you telling me about that. And he told us to stay away from a certain area. Well, there you go. when we came out, I was little. I was like seven. My mom had a hold of me, and she wanted to go get a pinata. She took me into the pinata store. Well, he came around the corner of the Jeep, and he saw that my um, stepdad and my sister were there, and he was like, where – Where's the others? Where's the others? And they said they went in that store. He went flying after us. We went into that store. And we, he told us later with um, we he told us that they sold drugs out of that building. Oh, we had no idea. But he had tried to tell us not to go in there. And through communication issues, my mom had not picked up on everything. And she had taken her seven-year-old child into a, an area that was very unsafe. A den of drug lords. Pay attention to what you're told <laughs> about where not to go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so, um, but you know what? I think it's, I, I think it goes without saying that if that does, if that is something that happens to you, you get robbed or assaulted in any kind of way, you tell the security team there immediately. Don't, don't hold it to yourself. Don't keep it to yourself. No. Tell somebody about it. Yours, if, if it's on ship, you are, you have a floating crime scene. Yeah. You have something that's going to change very quickly. If you wait until you get in port. Yeah. They're going to clean that ship all up and it's going to be gone. Yeah. You need, you need to let someone know. And, um, you know what it reminds me of is remember when we were sitting on, on the cruise ship, uh, and we saw that one guy, he was angry and, and he walked by, but security was right on his tail. Remember that? Oh yeah. He walked over and punched the pole and yeah. kept right on walking. And yeah. we both went, Oh, oh. I was last night we were there. Yeah. 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 And it was really wild. Cause we watched him walk by and we were like, Oh crap. Yeah. And then came what three or four security guys yeah. just walking steadily behind him, and we're like, oh, yeah, we're good, yeah, we're good. <laughs> and they weren't like being aggressive; they were just walking steadily behind him and watching him. That boy was in the brig that night. I almost bet you. I'm pretty sure they grabbed a hold of him real quick because yeah. he was looking very aggressive. Yeah. Um. So, uh, let me see. He had been drinking. Yes, he has. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Honorable mention, just on the outside. Kind of connected with the, okay. the rob <laughs> or assaulted. Being robbed, yeah. Well, okay, first of all, we have to say, Mom and Charlie, we, you know, we took them with us to Colorado. We want them to go on a cruise with us so bad because I totally believe Charlie would love a cruise. Oh, Charlie would be a hoot to have on a cruise well, ship. Well, my mother refuses. <laughs> 
And her number one reason mm-hmm. for refusing to go on a cruise ship is because there are pirates. <laughs> <laughs> now in the gulf coast <laughs> that being said they do exist still yeah i was gonna say that's not something that you know doesn't exist it's but we're we're talking about going it, they, they i don't, think that comes from there. um being ignorant and that doesn't mean stupid it's uninformed people if you don't know what ignorant is <laughs> i'm not insulting my mommy yeah. um being ignorant of the situation though i think that what she thinks is that all cruise ships go out in the actual ocean Right. And the 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 pirate issue is mostly it's typically in the Indian Ocean off the coast of Somalia. Right. Yeah. Also in the Red Sea, there's some up there just to the north. And uh you know, the thing is the thing is is it's it's a fact that they exist out there. But but from statistically speaking, they don't typically go after ocean liners. Right. They they usually do not go after cruise ships um, because of their size. The the well, they go after cargo uh, cargo ships because there's a limited amount of men that right. are actually over that. And yachts. And yachts. This again, a limited. It's a number thing. I mean, that's a ton of people that they have to control. And if they, and go they for roll a up ship. in their tiny little boats. Yes. And, um, the, these ships have been trained and they have actual pirate deterrence. Yeah, I found that fascinating. They have fire hoses and foam that they uh-huh. shoot at them. Uh-huh. And then they also have water cannons. Yeah. Which is awesome. Which is kind of I don't a neat ever want to right? see pirates try to get on a ship, but I kind of do. I wonder if we can find <laughs> something on the YouTubes. On the YouTubes? Yes. I would love that. Okay, so I, it's kind of funny. I, I, I went through and I was like, uh, I was trying to find some instances where pirates had actually, you know, uh, attacked a cruise ship. And there was, there's this one thing that I read. It was the, uh, uh, the MSC M- Melody. And they were over in this, uh, 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 what was the name of the ocean that they are normally in? The Indian Ocean. Indian Ocean. Thank you. Uh, well, I, I guess the passengers decided they were going to throw tables and chairs overboard and hit them. <laughs> I think that's awesome. And this is one more reason why they do, they avoid, um, passenger cruises yeah because there's just that many more people to fight back exactly because usually they'll they'll attack like a yacht or something Mm -hmm. and they'll they'll kidnap the the people and the ship and everything and they'll ask for a ransom for it i mean think about it how many people out there have just tried to take care of three or four toddlers at one time right yeah that's yeah it's just very hard to wrangle everybody exactly so um even with intimidation yeah exactly (laughs) Okay, so Sandy, what can we learn from from this podcast, our fears? I should have never went on that cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Oh, my gosh. No, I, that, that, that we actually have a lot of co- in common with a lot of people. These are things that a lot of people have been concerned with. And, you know, it, it, most of this stuff is dated a lot. Oh, I cannot talk. Most of this stuff is day-to-day life worries. Yeah, it really is. I mean, granted, uh, drowning is not my day to day worrying, but if you put in yourself in a situation where you're on the lake or in a, in a in swimming a, pool, in a swimming pool, or what if you fall down in the tub? You know, I mean, any yeah, one of those things. You can drown in a teaspoon of water. Yeah. It's true. And the thing is, is we like, cruising enough to not really worry about those fears. Well, and it's to not the just about liking us. it. It's about really paying attention to the fact that things have improved so much over the years. Mm-hmm. And there are so many things in place to protect us. I agree. And to take care of us. Yeah. And you just need to plan and be mm-hmm. smart. Like we said, um, get your travel insurance, get your, um, Passport. Passports, yeah. Passports. Passport. Yeah, get your passport and I and just be smart about where you go and when mm-hmm. you're there. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll be a great time. Come on, go with us. Take a chance. <laughs> you know what? I, I if I can do it, you can do it. I'm I'm kind of one of those people that I need to know the the risks that are involved with a lot of things that I do. Sometimes it helps me just to know that other people are worried about it. Yeah. And then I usually can go, okay, 
I'm not crazy. I'm not being paranoid. This is stuff that's happened. But it's not the, it's not like everybody. Right. It's not every floating ship out there. It's not every day that it happens. I mean, it's just, it's something that does happen. Right. I mean, if you have a small child you're taking on a ship, they can't just walk off the end. Mm -mm. That is totally impossible to do. Mm -hmm. That is a fact, guys. That is not my opinion. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That the sides are too high. Right. This is the type of things we want you to know. It's not as simple as that. And we hope that it didn't discourage you too much, but instead maybe encouraged you that, you know, these are not as big a worries as they need to be. I agree. I, I really hope so, too. Um, so, I mean, uh, with that being said, I, I think that, uh, you know what, I, um, I'm really looking forward to our next cruise. I am too. We, we, we just don't know where it's going to be. Say, we ended up canceling the one we had scheduled for December yeah. 2020. Um, a lot has happened and we just needed to breathe a little and get things in order. And besides, we want to, when we do it, we want to make sure it's the one we want. And I agree. And on top of that, it really ran into a lot of scheduling conflicts. It did. It did. As usual, I'm the biggest problem. You are a big problem. <clears throat> but guess what? It is the end of the podcast. I think we just had a great, another great episode, Steve. <laughs> I think we've had ourselves another great episode, Sandy. I think you might be right, Steve. Steve. <laughs> so, um, thank you all for listening to episode number 114. The one about, oh, <laughs> episode number 114, yes. Why cruising is scary. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Two Tenderfoot Tourists is a family-friendly podcast. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcast, Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. Oh, and also iHeartRadio. Yes. Just to name a few. To get in touch with us and chat about this podcast or even your travel experiences, simply email us at tenderfoottourist at gmail.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget to check out our website at twotenderfoottourist.com. That's T-W-O, tenderfoottourist.com. I'm Steve. And I'm Sandy. Until next time. Stay tender.